Uh, so I'm Charles and I'm the founder of Outerworld, which is a digital fashion startup where anyone can create, wear and share digital fashion. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. And it's very, very exciting. The space is moving super quick. And yeah, it's really thrilling to be involved in this uh, whole sort of growing scene. So I got into digital fashion basically just because I came across it. Uh, I've always absolutely loved fashion. Uh, when I was at school, I set up my first fashion business. Uh, it was called Charles and Harris. I set it up with my best friend. And basically, we made uh, luxury British-made uh, silk Italian uh, silk dressing gowns using Italian fabrics, um, which was really, really fun. And that was kind of like my first experience of doing something in sort of the, the fashion scene. I then went, went to university. Um, I studied philosophy and social anthropology. Uh, when I was at university, I tried to set up another kind of similar business, which was um, along the same lines, creating luxury loungewear using um, British-made alpaca. So I spent some time down in Dorset, where there is an awesome alpaca farm, and um, basically spent time with the the guys down there who create this these, these amazing garments out of this incredible fabric. And I've always been uh, a big uh, supporter of handmade and British made and all of these good things. That was kind of like my experience with fashion. Um, I then went and worked uh, in the city of London, which was for just a brief time. I then went off to China to set up a tuition business, which I've done for a few years. But it was really during uh, the COVID lockdown in the UK when I was at home. I came across this kind of emerging scene just from kind of being on Twitter and social media and stuff. It was actually at the time when Artifact Studios had just dropped their meta jackets. And I remember I, I, I came across the meta jackets and then I downloaded this AR app where I could view the meta jackets in, in my own environment at home. And I was like, wow, this is super cool. I then kind of looked into it more and came across the fabricant and the sale of their iridescent dress. I think that was kind of like the first realization of the sheer potential economic scale of this with it selling for like $10,000, I think it was. Um, also, the really early Carling Digital Fashion Project in 2018 uh, looked into that. And I was, I was just really astounded at this, this new thing. It was super exciting. And at the time, I was looking for a new challenge as well. And my brain just sort of started going off in all sorts of different directions about, you know, what what could happen here and what I could potentially do in the space. It, it was kind of at the time when NFTs were blowing up and there was all this hype around NFTs and I never really could get, I never really got with that. Um, for me, I couldn't see the long-term value in these JPEG pictures. However, I realized that something was happening, you know, blockchain technology, this idea of having encryption uh, okay, it's not a business model, but as an encryption method, it will mean that we can have traceability and verify digital assets, which really will kind of push forward this new growing scene of digital fashion. And that was super cool. And I kind of just started developing some ideas and I, I wanted to create my own digital fashion as well. But when I went to do so, it was super hard and difficult. In my opinion, the, the digital fashion design softwares have very steep technical learning curves, like Clo3D and Marvelous Designer and Blender, whatever you want to use, whichever software it is, there is a learning curve to it. And also it requires uh, quite a lot of 
patience and to you know understand the whole ecosystem of the assets that you can design with and i i want i i had actually used google's tail brush before i don't know whether you know it i think it's now open source but basically it was this uh it's this way to create things in vr so i i, I knew that you could have like it, it could be an incredible thing creating in really immersive experiences it adds so much particularly now we're seeing all this hype around co-creation and stuff like that you know the the journey of creation should be as sick as the actual end product kind of based on this idea i really wanted to do something where people like me you know i'd face these problems i could basically solve the problems for myself i wanted to create digital fashion but in an easy and an intuitive way where i could harness really awesome digital assets which weren't just digital replicas of physical products. They were actually more kind of drawn from the emerging digital art world, the digital art space. There's some incredible digital artists that were selling awesome things on like Super Rare and OpenSea. And I was just like, wow, if there was a way to like merge this this digital art into this growing digital fashion scene, that would be super cool as well. Because Play3D and Marvelous Designer, okay, they're great. They They provide a lot of extensive options but but i do think that they kind of target professionals and they do target the idea of replicating physical products in digital form as opposed to taking digital fashion as a medium within itself so i set out on a journey to create what is now outer world which is an app where anyone can create wear and share digital fashion i have so many questions because obviously your route into this isn't necessarily a typical digital fashion lover's route Mm. to it because you were into physical fashion but very traditional like you said like handmade pieces and then you studied um, anthropology things like there's something very different to fashion digital fashion Mm -hmm. so was it just when you first saw it you just instantly thought you did what was the main value you saw in it that attracted you to it or were you just interested in the aesthetic of it what was the main number one reason you were drawn to it sure Uh, I think it's a bit of everything really um in terms of the aesthetics yeah obviously it was super crazy super cool uh something completely new but also you know the the fact that this was going to be in you know even this was in 2021 this is going to be an absolutely huge thing in our lifetime i thought it was really exciting to kind of find out and know about something that that was kind of just starting in general the the value of digital fashion immediate immediately to me was this this idea that we could create things that weren't previously possible, which is super cool. And then you have all the other amazing things. The fact that the digital fashion industry accounts for, I think it's 12% of the world's carbon emissions uh, due to fast fashion and all these stupid overproduction problems. And the fact that the fashion industry you know, is really irresponsible in regards to sustainability, even if they have the tag of being eco-friendly, half of them aren't. Like if you actually research into it, there's there's so many problems with the fashion industry and digital fashion solves a lot, a lot of them, which is super cool. You know, whether it's manufacturing processes, the production, logistics, all of these things that there, there has to be a definition of what digital fashion is, though, that isn't actually that clear at the moment, because people use it as an umbrella term, a bit like how the metaverse is an umbrella term for many things so that normal people can kind of get an idea of what it is. But are we talking about digital fashion in terms of replicating physical products? Are we talking about it as an expressive medium within itself? 
or are we talking about it in terms of like the gaming metaverse aspect of like avatars skins um you know that that kind of side of things i was gonna say it's funny because yeah it it definitely is an umbrella term and it can mean so many different Mm -hmm. things and i think at first i again was looking for like one definition of what digital fashion is and i think we definitely need that but i think there will be several terms that come underneath the umbrella term because obviously there's so many different avenues it can go down but what would you want to define digital fashion as? I think digital fashion is a way that people can express themselves that previously wasn't possible. That that's how I like to, I, I that's it. how I like to see digital fashion. But yeah, it's multifaceted. I think that's what it make, what makes it really exciting. Like uh, yesterday, I was doing lots of research into how digital fashion will revolutionise retail as well, uh, particularly as we're focused on AR. And at the moment, most people, when they think about AR and digital fashion, they think about try-on, virtual try-on, right? So we already have seen that actually, yeah, okay, it's not try-on, but you know, visualizing physical products in AR, uh, for example, with Apple, right? You can go on their website and then or, or if you're viewing their website on your phone, you can view the product in your own environment. Virtual try-on is taking that one step further. Um, but I think you have to... I think it's a bit like a like climbing a mountain, right? You you start at the bottom and you and you're just going to go up a little bit each time. And I think we're starting to see the the fact that okay, people will try on physical fashion in terms of a, a digital lens, like it, like an augmented reality. But I think the higher we go up, if you take my metaphor of the mountain, it, it can really change everything, okay? Because you can project, for example, uh, physical environments into augmented reality. So rather than just projecting the clothes actually uh, you have a uh, an augmented reality projection of like a store in your own sitting room or living room you actually can engage with people in augmented reality um you can yeah so so many so many awesome avenues i feel like focusing on ar is definitely a good thing especially for outer world and your brand because i feel like ar is what's going to take digital fashion to the mass markets because i think it will become just a standard practice to see in retail or by conventional fashion brands to interact with products also the idea of advertising digital or fashion garments with ar and then a digital fashion replica so i think that's a really good route to go down and you mentioned that you weren't initially sold on things like NFTs. I tend to agree as well, even though I still think it's a really interesting topic and still relevant in the digital fashion space. But I also have seen recently, yeah, this kind of idea that the conversation of NFTs has been and gone. Yeah. What do you think about this? And do you incorporate any sort of NFT aspect to your brand as sure. well? Sure, I would agree. It does feel like it's kind of come and gone. Um, actually, I think this is a really great thing. Uh, because if you just focus on it, then people start building things to f- to basically fit in with NFTs and blockchain. Actually, it should be the other way around. And the way that we've been building has been this way, which is basically where we, we have an idea. And the idea is to provide value to people, to provide real value to people. And then you integrate blockchain technology to make it better. So uh, if you have digital assets, you can make them traceable you can make them verifiable you can monetize them that's super cool and that's awesome but the value must come first and i think too many people started focusing on how to make money through this new 
encryption method as opposed to thinking about long-term value for the end user. And so our, our perspective was basically, let's create something which is really awesome and really cool that we think people will enjoy using or we know that people will enjoy using now. And then in a later phase, we can integrate tokenomics, we can integrate um, verification, traceability with, with, with building, you know, putting it on a particular uh, chain. But that comes later. So in terms of where we are as a startup now, we've really just been focusing on creating an amazing, very intuitive and very accessible create functionality in our app, which is all in immersive AR, because that's what the end user wants. Once they then enjoy that, once they're familiar with it, our plan is then to integrate the, the ability for them to monetize assets, which will be utilizing blockchain technology. But that comes later, not first. And I think that's a big thing, right? That, that, that's the differentiating factor. Like I was saying before, your prior experience wasn't necessarily down the tech yeah. route. So how, when you decided you wanted to start a digital fashion brand, mm -hmm. what was the first step? How did you end up actually learning all of this? And what was that process like as well? Yeah, so I've, I've always been the type that like, uh, if, if I'm doing something that doesn't interest me, that I really won't give to whatever's about it. Um, but if I do find something that I think is cool or interesting, I go 110% in. Basically, that's what happened with the, the, the digital fashion. And I've always been very entrepreneurial as well. So I've run multiple companies in the past, and I knew that this was something that I really wanted to engage with in. The, the probably the one drawback of not having had previous experience in the space was the fact that I didn't have a network that I could lean upon. And actually, that's something that we still I still encounter today is the fact that in this, um, in my opinion, superficial world of how many followers you have, how many likes you get and how popular you are. Um, actually, people take that as the your 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 value, not actually your intrinsic value that you can bring to them. Uh, so at the beginning, it was really difficult to get people to onboard with my idea, to endorse my vision and to share, you know, the passion for what we could create. Um, I was fortunate enough to connect with my co-founder, who's the founder of uh, an AR VR app development company. Who's, he's created apps, a AR and VR apps with over 5 million downloads across Google and iOS stores. He was the first person that actually was like, whoa, okay, you're, you're, you know, you're coming to me to, for me to build this app for you. you know, I, I think this vision is so cool and it, it really is a great uh, marriage between AR and this emerging scene of digital assets, digital fashion. Um, so it was really organic that we just kind of bonded over this shared idea of harnessing AR tech, but also digital fashion and, and bringing those two together. So I have a very technical co-founder and then I'm kind of like the, the guy driving the vision. So we really do think we have quite a unique founding team. Um, but that to, to get to that stage took, took a little bit of time. I got, I got told to buzz off by so many people because what I was asking for also cost a huge amount of money. Um, so the, the financial restrictions on what was possible was super difficult as well because it's AR, because it's kind of a, at the bleeding edge of what's possible at the moment. So that was that. Was that. We then built our MVP which was a great success. Uh, we tested it and we kind of ha got some feedback and stuff, which was awesome. And then we knew that we needed further support. So that's when we got accept accepted into our accelerator program with Beyond Form, uh, who are a fashion tech fo focused venture studio. 
and they've really been incredible um, providing the support that we need, introducing us to the right people, all of that good stuff. So, yeah, it's 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 going great. Yeah, it sounds like an amazing journey and good for you for like sticking with it. And I completely relate, like I'm the exact same. If there's something I'm interested in, I'll give it like 100%. And if I don't, then I just can't give it any sort of effort. So I relate to that a lot. Yeah, no, that's it sounds very like synchronistic that you came into contact with your co-founder because I think you definitely need, especially in a startup like you're doing, you need someone who has the technical Mm. knowledge and then someone who is the business mind and like having the vision and I think that sounds amazing that it's coming together for you but I wanted to ask so if I'm just a user who's never heard of any of this how would you explain how it actually works sure so outer world is an app where you can create wear and share digital fashion I guess it depends if the person has an understanding of what digital fashion is first and foremost if I'm explaining it to someone who doesn't know what digital fashion is I will refer to um, filters so, hey, do you know what a Snapchat filter is? Do you know what an Instagram filter is? They say, yes, I think it's 1.1 billion people now in 2021 used an augmented reality filter of some kind on social media. So you may, I would say, you know, that, but it's for your whole body, which Instagram doesn't support at the moment, uh, but Snapchat and TikTok do. It's basically a full body filter, but rather than it being, you know, changing your face or doing what one would consider a normal filter would do, it's an outfit. It's an outfit that can either be a replication of a physical outfit or it can be something a little bit more crazy, a little bit more wacky because it's digital. So our app allows you to make these filters. You can customize them by changing the texture, the color, the effect, the transition, the shader. But we make it really easy for you. We just present you with options. We also hope to suggest options later on down the road with AI, which is a whole nother conversation in itself. Um, so we, we present you with like a toy box of design options and we say, hey, create your own digital fashion filter. So once you've made something that you like, uh, you can then wear it. So our app uses body motion tracking technology. So you can wear your filter, uh, your, your, your outfit, sorry, as a filter and record a photo or video, which you can then share externally to your social media profiles. That's the flow. Then there's lots of other things as well, <laughs> um, which is like whether the person understands what the metaverse is what you know if they use roblox or um you know a particular metaverse platform we're pushing for interoperability so that if a user creates a digital fashion asset on our app then they can wear it or use it in their video game or in their on a, on a metaverse platform and then we also hope to be onboarding brands so that they can have their own digital assets which users can design with so yeah it's super exciting and well, one thing also is that we're, we're trying to really push an ecosystem of design assets. So we, we, re, we really believe that these digital products of the future are going to be, you know, like huge things within themselves. And we, we allow brands and artists to sell their own design options. So a texture, an effect, imagine like a Prada texture, Prada silhouette of an outfit, whatever. So it doesn't. So at the moment, we consider products as the, the end product, right? So, you know, say you want to buy the Celine hat. Okay, you buy the hat. But what if I say to you, okay, don't buy the hat, buy the color, buy the letter, buy the shape. Okay, so we, we really believe that with this digital movement, the future is proposing, not imposing, right? Let's give the, the customer the ability to decide. Look at Montclair Genius, look at Nike, Nike ID, allowing the user to decide what they want to create, personalization, customization, 
that really is the topic in itself, yeah. like co-creation, hyper-personalization, that really is the future of how consumers want to interact and also consume yeah. fashion. So I think that's that's really amazing. So in this way, like who is your target audience with Outer World? Sure. So uh, our, our focus is on Gen Z and millennial, fashion conscious uh, consumers. So younger demographics, our, our aim and ambition is to enable brands to access these younger audiences which previously they might not have been able to tap into uh, because by and large, fashion brands are expensive and there's a barrier to entry for the consumer. So I, th- I really think that digital products are going to be sort of, uh, you know, allow, allow consumers to engage with these brands in, in, a, in an easier way, um, more economical. A bit like how if you have a luxury fashion brand, right, they, they have their entry-level products, right? So Tom Ford, everything at Tom Ford is you know, above a thousand dollars or whatever, but they sell their perfume and that's one of the highest selling products, but the perfume, okay, it's expensive for a perfume, but it's only $150. So the user, the consumer, sorry, can engage with the brand. They can buy this product that's affordable to them. Just as one product, maybe a lipstick, maybe, you know, something small, right? These are entry level products. And I think digital products really are going to be like the most optimal entry level products that there can be. Because ultimately, digital products are free to make, which is crazy. And you can sell as many of them as you want. Yeah, you can relate to it even like we're all consumers ourselves. And you know that if there's a certain brand you mm-hmm. love, if you can just kind of get anything from them, like you do, like it's it's completely that mindset. Yeah. And then I think as well, if if you're, if Outer World's giving the opportunity to create something in relation to a brand and then be able to post it on social media, that's even more of an incentive for people and then it's yeah it definitely is that entry level but I want to go back to the topic of Mm co-creation um maybe you have an opinion as well on why generally co-creation is so important for fashion brands and why it will be even more important in the future but these are these are big questions these are big questions um can I just say something on the previous question the uh the other thing is the flip side of that which is the opposite of entry-level products, right? Which is like the super premium, scarce products. And I think that's also like super important with digital digital as well, right? Because of the blockchain, because things can be one of one, because they're verifiable, because they're traceable. That means the value of them actually drastically increases. And also the fact that you're going to have resale market and, and these NFTs have royalties. So a brand can sell a super premium product and um, they can it, they can get money for it multiple times. Anyway, yes, co-creation. Um, on a report, I can't remember which one it was that I read, it said, the next Coco Chanel is probably a 10-year-old designing avatar skins on some game. I thought that was super cool. And I think the amazing thing for brands with digital products is that I think what would be really cool is if they collaborate with these new designers, these new creators, because it's easier to do so now. I think one one thing that's really important with co-creation that I think gets forgotten quite a lot, and I've been seeing it a lot on Instagram as well, with digital fashion designers doing like co-creation collabs and stuff. It only really works if there's a clear visual identity of said designer, right? So the Supreme Louis Vuitton drop, right? That works because everyone knows Supreme, what it stands for, what it's about, and their visual aesthetic. 
Everyone knows Louis Vuitton, their visual identity, their aesthetic and what they stand for. So it's super cool and impactful because you're combining these two very powerful things. So it becomes something within itself. But if each entity in this co-creation collaboration aren't actually that distinct, they haven't, they haven't solidified their visual identity, their aesthetic, what they stand for. If you co-create at that stage, it dilutes, in my opinion, the product. And I think that's something that people have to be really careful of. And I think that's getting forgotten quite a lot right now. Um, but in general, co-creation is amazing. Yeah, super cool. But I also think there's a lot of different ways that a brand can implement the concept of co-creation as well. So it's interesting. But I, I also wanted to ask you, I see you're wearing an Outer World yeah. hoodie. Is that just kind of um, business merch or do you ever Swag. plan to, are you going to be a purely uh, digital brand or do you see it being a merge between physical and digital? What we do with Outer World is, you know, we're, we're still sort of like iterating and developing ideas. Um, I saw the founder of Honey Love Club, um, Svetlana, uh, Lana, I think it is. Um, she was wearing this super cool, um, out like skin tight outfit, almost like a pricks bodysuit, but it was specifically designed for wearing digital fashion and AR. A bit like how you see them wearing the bodysuits in um, when they're doing the green screen filming for Hollywood blockbuster movies. Um, they have lots of dots on them to pick up the tracking. She was wearing one of these, and I was like, "Wow, that's super cool." So I think you, we will probably see um, clothing specific for. AI-based startups and companies and fashion. Um, so that's something that we're considering uh, because actually it optimizes the wearing of digital fashion in AR because if you're wearing an outfit and there's nothing, you know, it's very clean and sleek underneath, it does make the effect of wearing the AR filter more impactful um, as opposed to, you know, if you're wearing a big coat and then you put on another digital fashion big coat, um, you know, it's not, it's not as good. So yeah, I definitely think um, physical products and digital products and, and, you know, the merging of the two is going to be super cool. I also think something and something that we're working on as well, uh, which I can talk about is, um, uh, so did you see the, what Artifact Studios did with the, like the scanning the QR code and then you get the angel wings? I actually haven't seen that. Okay, no. so basically, probably so it, they basically, you're wearing a hoodie and the hoodie has a QR code. They're QR codes are really popular here in China. It's basically how you access anything, right? You want to download something, you scan the QR code, boom, there it is. And so they put a QR code on a hoodie. When you scan the QR code, then the angel augmented reality wings come out and the augmented reality effect is directly linked with the physical product. And I think that's super cool. And I think that's really powerful, but no one's worked out how to do it without a QR code without something ugly it won't work if you someone has to scan a qr code that's not that's not going to take off in my opinion um jamie burke at outlier ventures was like i'll give a lot of money to anyone who can uh sort this sort this out um so yeah i think that's that's something right so having effects having experiences with a physical product experiences attached to physical products is going to be huge i think and then we have obviously the digital products themselves. And yeah, I think I think a combination of the two is really interesting. And then selling physical products for the purpose of digital fashion will be interesting. 
So I wanted to ask you as well, obviously you're interested in these new innovations. Outside of obviously your startup, how do you interact with these new technologies or just digital fashion generally Mm -hmm. in your day-to-day life? Or do you? Sure. So yeah, so uh, I was one of the beta testers on DressX. So that was kind of like my first experience of digital fashion. I was um, not my first experience of it, but my, you know, having it as an like as an accessible thing on my phone that I could check out and try. Um, now we've got Zero Ten, who are super cool, um, which, you know, I think they're doing an amazing job at pushing the space forward. I think also there's some apps that I've downloaded recently. Uh, like, do you know Load? Load.io. Uh, load. I actually don't. I'll definitely check they're them out. They're really cool. They're doing like, like basically spaces where brands can sell virtual products. Um, I think they're, their app's really cool. So I think as time goes on, we're seeing more and more apps and products being developed to to foster this space, which is really exciting. And me personally, like, you know, as someone creating a startup in this space, I I make sure that I'm regularly engaging with all of these different things. So, I mean, first of all, I could compare what we're building with with what's out there at the moment, but also just to enjoy, you know, like, I guess that's kind of why I got into this space was because it's so super, it's so cool. It's so cool. It's really amazing. Show this stuff to someone who was living, uh, who was like my parents, for example. If I show it to my parents, it's just, it's just like, it's hard to fathom. Probably not as much as uh, the open AI chat GPT. When, when my dad, when I showed my dad that, he was like, oh my God, you know, like his mind blows. blows. Um, but the digital fashion, the augmented reality, you know, the fact that it's all becoming more accessible and stuff and regularly I'm engaging with it and I really I really love it one thing that I don't get though is VR that much to be honest um I can see it's going to happen but I don't think it's in the immediate future to be honest how many of your friends own an oculus headset yeah Yeah, so I, I think the hardware is lacking to facilitate proper VR um adoption I also think it's really confusing what platform is everyone going to be on? So it's kind of like, so with, for example, social media, it's, we have a few apps that everyone uses and that makes life easy. So is that going to happen with virtual reality and the metaverse or are we going to have a million different platforms and you've got to do each thing on each platform if you want to engage with it? So I think, unless interoperability comes soon and and like people establish themselves in these spaces i think i i I don't really see it i think augmented reality is here it's now and i think it's a lot more powerful particularly um if the hardware for ar starts to pick up like rumors of apple glasses coming this year super exciting things like that i think will be will be great yeah yeah, that's so true. And I think it's it's not even so much that um, like VR is so crazy that people won't adopt it. It's literally just the human nature of if it doesn't have a simple yeah use case, if, it, if it's not all centralized onto one thing, then yeah, it's just human nature to not be used. So mm. I think that's a really interesting opinion. So it's really cool. But as a final okay. question, what do you think the future of fashion is? I think the future of fashion is, is yeah, the things that we've spoken about. I think the blending of the physical and digital realms, uh, the blending of physical and digital products. I think 
the the revolution in retail and how we buy things how brands engage customers is going to completely change i think traditional advertising is going to be turned upside down i think how how consumers engage with brands the other way around how they engage with brands what they look for is going to change in every aspect of fashion things are going to change uh in in the foreseeable future in in the next few years with with we've got ai we've got blockchain technology we've got um the the progression of how uh people experience brands we've got the progression of how people purchase products we've got the the development of so many different things um i think the future is digital <laughs> amazing that's yeah it's so insightful you have so much knowledge on this so it's really really cool but finally where can people um find outer world and learn more about yourself yeah sure uh outer world uh so on instagram we are outer world app and on twitter um outer world app and i'm outer charles to make things easy <laughs> love it amazing well thank for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.